State Farm Insurance knows that understanding and investing in our cultural identity is paramount in protecting our future. We know what it's like to go from nothing to something to wish that we had better financial literacy when we were younger. Luckily, State Farm is here to help with funding programs like Project Ready, which is committed to education achievement and has already awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to black and brown youth since 2021. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. If you're looking for the most epic place on earth, let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girlbomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate Girlbomb grip and professional-grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girlbomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girlbomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. Welcome to Reasonably Shady, a production of the Black Effect Podcast Network and iHeartRadio. All right, everybody. Okay, so this is Reasonably Shady. What's up? What is happening? My name is Giselle Bryant. How y'all doing? This is Robin Dixon. And we are here today to talk about all kinds of things once again. But I want you all to know that today is all about pride. We are loving pride. We live pride. We're here for pride. So we're going to talk about some pride. Absolutely. Happy Pride Month, everyone. Yes. June is Pride Month and we are getting our pride on. But, you know, first and foremost, we always do what we do. And that is give our reasonably shady moment of the week. Robin, I've had several. Oh, what about you? Oh, I can't wait. Well, I mean... I have one to share. Yeah, one. Okay. Yes. So my reasonably shady moment goes to the cicadas. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, cicadas. Because we have not talked about those cicadas. And my DoorDash driver, who, by the way, I need like platinum status in DoorDash. Yes, you do. Yes. But so my DoorDash driver calls, Uh you know, you get the text. It's like, oh, your your DoorDasher is approaching, blah, blah, blah. So I get a phone call mm-hmm. and the DoorDash driver was like, um, it's too many cicadas out here. Can you go? Can you come to the car and get your food? I'm like, what? So the DoorDash man is scared of cicadas. Yes. It was a girl. It was a young, young lady. And I was okay. like, okay, I will, I will come to the door. And first of all, it wasn't even that many cicadas out. So I'm like, young lady, if you are scared of the cicadas to yes. the point where you can't execute your your job right then how about you just wait another week or two until the cicadas cicadas are gone yeah that's that's what i'm feeling that i'm totally feeling that however they are they are making their way out but they have been the worst like i have run from cicadas i have um 
like screamed and yelled because they have flown <laughs> on me. It has been a situation. One time I went out walking with my kids a couple weeks ago and that was like a disaster. Oh yeah. Outdoor walks are canceled. Outdoor yes. walks, picnics, cookouts, canceled. crabs, going to the pool. That's canceled for right now. Canceled. Cicada's got it on lock. But you know what is so crazy? So I, so my son, Corey, who is, who is 13, like he's terrified of them. So like we'll be outside and he's like, ah, ah, like running from him and scared. Yeah. I remember, and I don't know if you can relate, when I was a kid and the cicadas were out and popping 17 okay. years ago. Okay. I've been through this my third time with cicadas. Okay. So I think it was like the first time. So 17 times two is what? 34 years ago? Yes. Okay. Yeah, so I was probably like eight or something. Right. Okay. Robin with the math. And I was like outside, like catching them Ew. and playing with them and... Yeah, I didn't. I wasn't scared of them. Like I used. To, I guess I was a tomboy. I would play with frogs. I would catch frogs and bring them in the house. And Robin, that's weird. No, it's not. That's like what we did. We played outside all the time. This is true. But we didn't. No, wasn't nobody playing with a cicada. Yes, they were. Mm. Lightning bugs. Did you catch lightning bugs? At least I did catch lightning bugs in a jar, but I wasn't touching them. Okay, well, I was doing all that. So when I see these 13-year-old boys scared of cicadas, I'm like, what has happened? Listen, you better toughen up them Corey and Carter. You better toughen <laughs> them up. Because if they're scared of a cicada, Lord, it's going to be a terrible life for them. <laughs> it's just it's just different. So anyway, so yes, my shady moment, uh, not even just the week, the past, what, month, I guess, we've been yes. with these cicadas. Goes to the cicadas and the DoorDash driver who doesn't want to do her job. <laughs> Because of the cicadas. <laughs> yeah, she needs to go indoors for another week or so. Now, Robin, you know that I've been traveling. I've been out of town. I've been vacationing with my children. Yes, ma'am. Um, and we've been living our very best life, which I'm very happy about. So, you know, I've been out here in these streets. I've been vacaying with my children. And anytime we go out, especially like, you know, to dinner or whatever, we always have like a color that we're going to wear. So we wear our colors and then we go downstairs or we, you know, we, we get ready to get in the car and we find a nice place to take pictures. Mm -hmm. And so because, you know, we all want to be in the picture, we have mm -hmm. to find somebody to take the picture for us. Right. Okay. So we're in a very nice hotel in Miami. Actually, I can say it is the one hotel in mm -hmm. Miami. And um, it's very expensive. It, it is a little expensive, but yeah. you know, Giselle, you know, her coins are good these days. Nice. Okay. All right. So <laughs> anyway, um, so I asked this lady, very nice white lady. I said, excuse me, can you take a picture of me and my kids? Mm -hmm. And she looks at me and she was like, I'm blind. I'm blind. I'm blind. <gasps> oh. I'm blind. I oh, said, no. what? what? She's looking at me dead in my face and telling me she is blind what? and then she walks away and proceeds to like navigate her way through the crowd does she so, have a cane like a uh, no cane a stick no thing? stick no glasses no no she just told me she was blind now if that ain't shady i don't know what is so <laughs> <laughs> she is my shady lady that, of the week like she literally had that one ready to go she like, was ready for me oh my god yes okay she me? said she said she was blind she, she was blind, but had nobody helping her. No. Nope. No stick help, helping her to walk. No. Nope. Okay. And went on her merry way. And went on her merry way. <laughs> and I had to find somebody else. I couldn't. It took me a very long time to find somebody else. I asked another lady. She 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 pointed to her ears and she was like, I'm on conference call. Conference call. Oh, my conference God. Call. No one wanted to take a picture of me and my children, <laughs> which I don't. I mean, we're cute. I don't understand. Oh, my God. By the way, I did see you all your pictures of like the same color. And I was like, yes. that is so Yes, it actually, is. Adore, my daughter, she okay. coordinates the colors. Okay. And she's like, okay, tonight's going to be white night. Tonight's going to be yellow.
yellow light night. So she, you know, makes sure that we're all on one accord Very for cute. our colors. I love yes. that. My kids would never do that with me. Yes. <laughs> but anyway, this lady out here in these streets at the one hotel in Miami, you were not blind. You were just shady. Okay. What? You did not want to take a picture of me and my kids. You're rude. I'm, I'm going to call you a Karen. Yes, you were white. You were a Karen. Oh, my okay. God. Okay. Anyway, moving on. Okay. So let's move on to... I love the fact that we can now talk about like current events, yes. things that are going on in the world. Last week we talked about Fallon mm-hmm. and Simon mm-hmm. and Portia. Do we have any updates? Yes. Yeah, so I watched the interview. Okay. Fallon's interview. Fallon's interview. And um, with in the most nicest way possible, yeah. I, I tried my hardest to stay awake. Okay. <laughs> Fallon, you're boring her, girl. You're boring. <laughs> Because it was just, I mean, you know, and, and no like shade to her, like this is all new, but like, I'll, so I'll tell you like the things that stuck out to me. Number one, she says she found out about Portia and Simon at the same time the world did. Okay. Do we, that's probably true, right? I, really? I mean, I guess so. Yeah, yeah I think I that's true. Okay. I, I believe that. Okay. I, I thought that was surprising. Okay. Um, number two, Simon really wanted her to do the show. Oh, okay. So he really pushed her to do the show, which led me to believe that's why he's with Portia because he is interested in the limelight and the, um. the you know, fame. And since Fallon, for whatever reason, didn't really, you know, get it okay. on that season she was on, this yeah. past season she was on, I guess we didn't see her that much. And right. like, I, I don't know, maybe just, she just, it wasn't her thing. Okay. And I think that's the whole reason why so, he is not with Fallon and he's with Portia. Because <laughs> Okay, so forget the fact that, you know, Portia's beautiful. She has a great personality. She has a big booty. None of, he don't like none of that. He just likes the fact she's on TV. Is that what you're saying, Robin Dixon? Okay, yes and no. I mean, <laughs> I think he's I think he is attracted to the fame, number one. Okay. And then number and then number two, all that other stuff is amazing. Now, and I think he really, I just think he really, really, from what, okay, first of all, from all his activity on social media, he stays, you know, talking yes, on social media about what's going on with them. Um, and then just from hearing Fallon say that she, he really wanted her to do Atlanta, mm-hmm. it just made me feel like, okay, he's more attracted to the fame than anything else. Maybe that's what caused their marriage to fall apart because maybe he wanted more from, from Fallon. Fallon. And she I, couldn't give it because he didn't figure out before she joined the show that she was boring. Right. I get. I mean, I don't know. I mm. guess that's just kind of those. Th- that's what I gathered from that. Okay. Outside of that, like Fallon, you know, she was a class act. Um, she really wasn't trashing anyone. She really she didn't blame Portia for anything. Okay. But you know, she said the two of them, Simon and Fallon, are responsible for the the marriage falling apart. Okay. But the timeline just sounded really fishy. Mm. You know, it's just a lot of like. So she's talk. She was talking about a bunch of nothing. Yes and no. I mean, I feel like I learned stuff, but it didn't really, it was nothing that was like, like super shocking. Okay. Um, For me, it's just still a little bit more confusion. I really don't have like huge answers to anything. <laughs> um, the timeline is, seems really fishy as to like when their marriage fell apart and oh, and oh, oh, this is the other part she said. They, they have been going through therapy. Uh-huh. Um and she thought everything was all good. And this is where I started getting fit. Oh, and this is funny. So I'm sitting there listening to it. And Juan is like on the couch. He's like watching TV, but he like he can hear it. Yeah. And so he starts off and he's like, I really like her. Since I started. Okay. Juan likes Fallon. Okay. Right. Then towards the end of the interview, he was like, turn that off. She sounds stupid. 
Juan was able to deduce that Fallon, you're a liar. Okay. <laughs> because... <laughs> Because she went from like, you know, oh, we take, you know, I don't blame Portia. We both played a part in the the demise of our marriage to saying, okay, Simon and I were going through therapy and he hadn't been home. And this is where it started getting a little weird. He hadn't been home in three months. Huh? Right. And I talked to him, you know, I talked to him on the phone and we all, you know, we were, we were good. And then the next day I found out he felt he filed for a divorce <laughs> and it was just like, we, it was Listen, like, Listen, if your man is not home in three months, that's not your man. Right. Okay. Right. So that's when Juan was like, turn her off. She sounds stupid. <laughs> all right. All right. Well, so, we, so, so I think this, like at this point, it, we should just let the cameras just yes. pick up. At this point, because it's a whole bunch of back and forth and Fallon in the in the supposed boyfriend who says he's not. And, you know, they keep going on Instagram. We're just going to be entertained on Instagram yes. until we see what happens on the show. And his cameras start rolling. I, I, I'm okay. here for that. I'm right. here for that. I'm here for minding my business. Are you really? No, not really. OK, <laughs> moving on. All right. So I didn't I also did not see the documentary about um, Tom Girardi, mm-hmm. um, but you saw it. Mm. Mm. Okay, so give me give me tea. Give me the Ooh, tea, Robin Dixon. Child. That man okay, so I watch it. That actually came out today. Okay. Right? Today is the 14th. Yeah, it just came out today. And I will tell you this, I signed up for Hulu just <laughs> to watch this. <laughs> now now Robin has a Hulu subscription. Yes, because I for Tom Girardi. Yes, I signed up just to watch this. And ooh, it was good. I didn't I was watching it on my way here. I didn't get to finish it. Okay. But um I I picked up some like I don't know the proper term like psychopath vibes from him because oh, wow. people had voicemail recordings like once they started feeling like you know stuff was getting really fishy mm-hmm. um, with their money he would like leave them voicemails like I'm a really nice guy you don't ha- I hope you don't hate me but you know I'm trying to I'm trying to get get everything taken care of and I know it's really frustrating for you and it's really frustrating for me like me like like but the whole time he's like lying to them. You know, like, yeah. so what I don't understand, it's like, okay, it's simple math. If you get a hundred, $100 million settlement for your clients. Yes. You take your 20%, which most lawyers do. 20 million. A good 20 million. That's, okay. That's nice That's money, not chump change right? at all. That's nope. nice money. Mm-hmm. And you give them their 80 million and call it a day. You call but it what a day. he was doing was like, he was stalling. He was like trying to piecemeal it and give it to them in like monthly installments. Yeah, and no. like, Mm-mm. it was just, and, and. What what I gather is that it's that has been going on for years. Okay. And it caught up to him. Um what I thought was kind of stupid was that he would even allow Erica to be on the the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills uh-huh. because, you know, she's over there talking about, you know, showing off her house and her money and talking oh. about the planes they have and all this stuff. And meanwhile, there's people literally like hunting him down for their settlements. Oh, wow. So it's like, if you knew that you owed these people money, why are you allowing your wife to go on? <laughs> well, then well, then that that clarifies for me or solidifies for me that she did not know. Erica did not know yeah, that this was going on. I don't think she knew. I really don't. I don't think she knew. I don't think she knew. She definitely didn't know the degree to it. I feel like, you know, well, we'll see. Like one when, when she files for divorce, which we just saw in the last episode okay. that she filed for divorce, 
maybe that's when she started to realize like something's wrong oh something's wrong i'm in trouble yeah you know i'm gonna have no money if i don't protect myself so i feel like you know her filing for divorce was to protect herself but i mean we'll see anyway but like literally tom is like in a deposition he's like yeah they're asking him like how much money he has and he's like yeah i had like 80 million cash but it's all gone (laughs) and i had 50 million this is bizarre i had 50 million dollars in stock a stock portfolio and that's all gone Stop it. Okay. You know a spot, but not just a spot, the spot. Actually, with the 2023 Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots, being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-feet of torque. Seeing our communities grow and thrive is something we care deeply about here at Black Tech Green Money. State Farm Insurance also cares about the growth of black communities. They're actively investing in programs and initiatives that help provide financial literacy, give early career advice, and grow black-owned businesses, thus leading to generational wealth which helps protect the future of our communities. We want to build a future that we all can be proud of. State Farm understands that representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. It also requires active sponsorship of programs like the AXO, a year-long program that recognizes and rewards high school students for their academic and cultural achievements, along with funding programs like Project Ready, a national urban league program committed to educational achievement of black and brown youth that has awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to date. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and can have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. We're going to move on to another deposition. Okay. Okay. Because there's a man, a black man that we love to hate and then hate to love. His name is Kanye West. And reportedly, he lashed out. He had to give a deposition because he's in some sort of legal battle with people that he was doing business with when it comes to his gospel music or whatever. And during the deposition, which was court order because he did not want to come. He said he wanted to do it virtually because he don't have time for these people. He has other things to do. He is friends with Trump. He said that. This is a quote. He's friends (laughs) with Trump. Yes. So during the deposition, he puts on a Jesus head covering, which by the way, I don't even know what What that looks like. What is that? So is that a mask that looks like Jesus? Don't know what that that means. Don't know what that means. Can we get a photo? I don't know. And then he called himself the richest black man in America. Wrong. Um, yes, that's very wrong. So so we're just going to forget <laughs> Jay, uh, Michael Jordan. Um, I mean, what about the man that paid off the all the Morehouse students? Him, What's his name? Him. He's like uber duper He's rich. called, I'm trying to find him. That's, right. that's who what's his name <laughs> He's is. He's married. Leave him alone. Oh, okay. I'm going to leave him alone. <laughs> anyway, so my point of the story is, Kanye, cut it out, okay? Be clear that you're not that important. You don't need to put on a Jesus head covering because you're not Jesus. If you're friends with Trump and you still want to tell the world that, 
You should keep that to yourself. And Kim, I think you dodged a bullet, honey. Oh, my gosh. You know what? She dodged a bullet. And we've seen reports and pictures of him with this model. Yeah, the new girl. Irina, who mm-hmm. I guess has a kid or used to date Bradley Cooper, right? She's oh, a kid. really? I don't think they have a kid together. I think they do. Okay. She used to date Bradley Cooper. Okay. Um, okay, so first of all, can we pause for a second? If you hear a whole bunch of noise. <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> Fine. The studio is in the studio where Robin and I do what we do call our reasonably shady podcast is in like my basement. Okay. Upstairs. I have workers here, construction workers. They're working on my front door and my entryway. Listen, the renovation is continuing whether we got to do a podcast or not. They're loud as hell. That's all I can say. I mean, can we tell? Can we tell them to go to lunch? Damn. No, we're not. We got to. They took their lunch break already. They took the lunch break. Yes, they took their siesta. Okay. Okay. So all that noise in the background is is the workers. Sorry. Sorry. Yes. 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 All right. So okay. So I feel like Kim. You know, recently we saw these pictures of Kanye with Irina Shake. Shake. I don't know how to say her name, but I feel like Kim is probably looking at the pictures, Mm -hmm. laughing like. Oh, he is your problem now, boo-boo. Yes. Like, this is yes. all you... You can have him. ...have at it. Yes. Because she... I mean, we don't know all the ins and outs, and I feel like what we've seen is enough to actually have a little bit of sympathy for her. Yeah. I think she probably tried her best to, mm-hmm. you know, deal with his eccentric personality. Yep. We'll call it that. And whatever else comes with it. My hat is off to her for dealing with that. My head is off to her for really trying to put together and have a family unit. You know, they have four kids together. She really tried to make it work. And I kind of feel sorry for a little bit. A little bit. Right. Yeah. Because when you have four kids, like, I, I understand getting divorced, you know, without children or, you know, but four kids. Four small kids. Right. And you want them to have stability. From what I understand, Kanye wants to move to a different place every year. And, you know, you, you just need to have stability for children. Right. And then your kids have to see that your father is showing up to depositions. Putting <laughs> with, with a, a Jesus a piece. Jesus head on his head. I don't <laughs> tell him. You got a Jesus head wrap. Like, come, like, Kanye, come on. You need to take life seriously. And you can't just thumb your nose at, like, real legal stuff. Like, yes. That's, yes. that's not going to help you at all. And it never, you know, Kim, we all know, went behind him and apologized for all his behavior for mm-hmm. the entire time that they were married. Clearly, she's, I'm sure, very happy. She no longer has to do that. Right. Because um, she's not a babysitter. She's a grown A woman who is holding down a billion dollar business and four kids. Right. So, oh, and getting people out of jail. So my hat goes off to Kim. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's yeah. got a lot going on. Now, so. you have some page six information from what I understand. Oh, yeah. So I, I just need to share this story. That I, Okay. The headline alone was like, er, made me stop. Okay. okay. Let me read the headline. Okay. This is the headline that I read. And then I had to go, you know, read them more. Manhattan socialite ditches her restaurateur partner for her identical twin sister's husband. (laughs) (laughs) Look at the door's face. Okay, right now, I want y'all to know that one of my twins is in the room with us, and she's looking like WTF. (laughs) What in the world is happening? Because that would never happen. So, okay, this is like, I mean, this is crazy. They're Swedish-born. Okay. The twins are Swedish-born. Um, so these are not black people because no. we don't get down like that just for the record no. black people don't do this okay no. so Charlotte Bonstrom and her sister is Cecilia Bonstrom so so Charlotte she left her restaurateur husband Vittorio Asaf and he owns like um, Serafina the Serafina yes. restaurants and stuff okay so she left him 
Okay. In order they, to be with the billionaire. Well, no, I don't know that either one's a billionaire. So 20, they were married for 20 years. Okay. She left him to go get with her, to go marry her identical twin sister spouse. So her identical twin sister was married to a founder of a fashion label, Zadig and Voltaire. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I, I know I have a couple things by them. Yes. I can't remember exactly what. The weird part is, so like I started going on like Instagram. So the one that was married to the fashion label, she's like the creative director for the fashion label. Okay. And she's still like working for the fashion label. Okay, but are these, these are identical twins. They look alike, yeah, obviously. Yeah, look at the picture. So he don't know who he's getting. I mean, I think you know. I think <laughs> you know. I mean, <laughs> he's like, I'll take, I'll take either one of y'all. I mean, I think your daughters are identical twins. Like, how, like, Adore, that would be like, you know, you dating angels. Yeah, we that, that yeah. would that would never go down. Yeah, that would her never mouth happen. is wide open. Like, how do you do that? That would never happen. Okay. So you literally are like, um, we can throw that sisterhood in the trash. Yes. Right? Yes. And then the man, I mean, this is like, like a whole mess. Find your own man. That's what I want to say. Find your own man. Right. Like the man. Okay. So the husband, the, the husband who got with the twin, like, Dirt bag. Clearly, you you have a type. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> your type is the same your person. Wife. That's right. your type. Right. So just stay with your wife. Like, You're a what, dirt bag. I don't like happened? you. I'm never buying a piece of your clothes again. <laughs> what is it, Zagwig? Zadig and Voltaire. Yeah, never buying that again. Zadig. I don't know. How, I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right. Yes, but it's so. Isn't that bizarre? I just that's, thought that was just that's very bizarre. So bizarre. Yes. And if you have any bizarre type of stories like that, please send them to us because we. Yeah. Want to talk about them. Yes. We want to laugh at them. And really, it almost makes me feel like this whole Portia and Simon thing is nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Portia is getting, is, we don't care about Portia anymore because twins are marrying each other's husbands. Right. Yes. I mean, Crazy. They got, they, Portia has nothing on Charlotte and Cecilia. No, okay? not at all. <laughs> now, I, I do want to talk about because in my um, travels with my kids, I was in Miami. Okay. So Miami is actually now the new Vegas, maybe, because it's like, hosting all of these nonsense fights okay we have floyd i want my money back verizon yes and a man that i ain't never heard of before now we have youtube against tiktok we got all these stupid ass fights yes i said it's stupid ass does anyone care who's over the age of 26 well so i thought i cared i, I actually paid for the fight for floyd's fight okay and i literally was like uh, never again am I falling for this crap. Right. Never again. But my kids kept telling me like, so what is it? Over this past weekend, my kids are like, oh yeah, the YouTuber and the TikToker are going to be fighting. And they're like looking at me like, are you going to buy it? Yeah. Like, I'm like, you better get out of my face. <laughs> I'm not. Yes. We're not interested in YouTube crap. and TikTok. No. And then, and then I'm like, the highlights are going to be on YouTube and TikTok. Like any minute. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. It makes absolutely no sense to me. But guess what? They're making quadrillions of money. Word. I'm almost like, hmm, maybe I should sign up to get my ass beat for... <laughs> <laughs> to get dropped like Ocho. Right. Ocho, why did right. you get Ocho, dropped, we got, Chad? We got Ocho. Yes. We got, oh my God, wait. Did you see Lamar Odom? No. <laughs> did he fight? Yes. Oh, wait a minute. Speaking of Lamar, he gave his... He hung out with Wendy Williams that night. By right. the way, Wendy Williams, you getting your swerve on, honey. Oh, right. What is she now trying to get with Gary Owens or yeah, something? You ask, how do you invite somebody on to your show to do an interview and then you ask them out for a date? I think she's on a interview? hormone patch or something. She, she needs to put that hormone patch back <laughs> on, honey. Listen, and they went out on a date. They were spotted out on really? the date. Really? Yes. So after she, and then she tells us she was hanging out with Lamar after um, he won his fake belt. Like, this is a mess. Oh my gosh. Wendy, but, Wendy, get yours, honey, because you getting it. Right. 
I need you to watch the clips of Lamar's fight, though. <laughs> is it worse than Chad getting dropped? Which one? Well, Lamar won, right? So Lamar, yeah. but Lamar is like literally like Lamar is like 6'10". Okay. And, and he's fighting Aaron Carter. Do you remember Aaron? Yes. Yes. Aaron Carter is probably like 5'4". Right. And so he's just like these long arms. I mean, he's, th- he's swinging at Aaron Carter. Aaron Carter is running all over the ring. Like... <laughs> Like a bat out Erect. of hell. <laughs> oh, I mean, he's, but Aaron Carter did get some good hits off at him. It was like, boom, 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 boom. he got some good hits. And I think uh-huh. he just like wore himself out because Lamar was just like swinging his long <sighs> Like that. I, right. But I Lamar, little... I'm going to say this. Lamar, your belt doesn't count if you're fighting a four-year-old. Like it doesn't count. If you're fighting somebody that's half your size, yeah. it doesn't count. Well, what is the belt for? I don't know. Like, it's for you... the, it's like the winner of the losers. Of the, right. Of the, <laughs> <laughs> the I mean, I just think people are so excited to be like outside of this pandemic and they are finding any reason to get people together to like, you know, do something. So, hey, if if watching these horrible boxing matches (laughs) brings people joy. Hey, listen, we were in Miami and my and Grace, my oldest daughter, you know, she's always got something up her sleeve. She she was like, Mom, why why don't we stay and then we can go to the fight? First of all, I have no interest in being bothered with these little teeny boppers that are going to this fight. And no, I'm not spending all this. No, the answer is no. Yeah. And, but you know what? Honestly, I hope they kind of stop because I think they're devaluing the sport. Yes. And, you know, I hope these guys realize like how serious this sport is. Right. How people train all their lives for it. And they're kind of like taken away from it and almost making a mockery of it. So a little bit. Hopefully. Hopefully this will be it. Hopefully this will be it. Oh, are there more coming, Adore? Adore says there's more coming. All right, but we have (laughs) we have better, more exciting news. It was like breaking news. The breaking news was that watch what happens live was actually live with Um, Andy Cohen and people in the clubhouse. Andy, you have suffered, honey. (laughs) You have survived. Cause you were in there by yourself. You were scratching your head. You were scratching your toes. You was you was scratching your balls. So you were scratching everything, and you was talking to yourself. You was dealing with the Wi-Fi. I remember one day I was on I was on the floor trying to fix my Wi-Fi, and you was probably very angry with Giselle. But anyway, you now have a live studio audience and live guests. Andy Cohen, congratulations! Yes, Woo, round, of applause. <laughs> round of applause for Andy. All right, last thing I want to talk about is I saw the musical with my kids in the heat. In the Heights. In the Heights. Oops. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what it was called. In the Heights. You loved it that much. Yes. And it was actually amazing. So really? if you liked Hamilton, okay. then you'll love In the Heights. Okay. Yes. On HBO Max, I'm giving them a little shout out. It's the guy. Miranda. The Miranda guy. Okay. Yes. He, <laughs> he did it. You loved it that much. He did it. And it was it was everything. Okay. Yeah. Um, I didn't watch Hamilton. Yeah. Oh. But I, I will take your word for it. I'm just not into... I'm not into musicals and stuff. So, angels, angels in the musicals. So, did you like it, Adore? If I you're liked not, it, you liked it. Okay. Yeah, it was okay. amazing. It was right, actually well, amazing. Yeah, okay. check it out. All right, so we we got to get to what we get into, and today's episode is called "The Power of Pride." Oh. All right, we want to just be very clear. We know that we have so many fans that are part of the LBGTQIA IA community, mm-hmm. Thank you, and um, we are so excited to be in a space and in a place and in a year that we can just be excited about pride, talk about pride. It's not taboo. And right now, starting off this little conversation, I have my 15-year-old daughter, Adore, with us because 
Um, I think the younger generation is really, I don't want to say they're spearheading the pride move, movement in a different way, but they have a different take on it than we, than I did. I, I can say when I was growing up. Absolutely. Yeah. I feel like the younger generation, they're growing up already understanding pride and LGBTQIA issues yes. or even existence. I mean, I'll be honest, when I was growing up, I didn't even, I didn't even know that there was a community or there were issues to be aware of. Um, and so I, I really love that the younger generation, yeah. they're, they're growing up with that consciousness. Yes. It wasn't part of my consciousness when I grew up. Yes. Now, Adore, I do remember when you were taking ballet and you had a girl in your class who's, who had two fathers. Yeah. Um, was that weird to you? No. Well, I don't even remember. I was so little, but after years after that, I had another girl in my school who had two fathers and I just, I thought it was just so cool. Like I didn't see like anything wrong with it. Like they were all so sweet. And I just, I think that now it's just really normal and accepted, like even on TV and everything, they're being like more represented. And I feel like the more they're represented, the less people are going to have to like worry about not feeling accepted. Yeah, and I, I totally like agree. Weird or something like unusual because it's like happening more often. Yeah. Right. Now I do have a question because Demi Lovato just recently came out by and saying that she is non-binary. Not yeah. So I don't really know as much, but non-binary is where you don't specifically identify as a he or she. You're a plural. You're 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 yeah, a, you're they them. You're they and them. You're one person, but you don't identify as a specific gender. So instead, you're they them. Okay, and now, that's what Demi Lovato is now. Yeah, so Demi identifies as non-binary, and, and Demi wants us to refer to them yeah. as they or them. Um, I mean, that's definitely something that, like, you, as I'm as I'm even saying that, I'm trying to refrain from saying she wants us to refer. Yeah, you yes. know what I mean, or, or you know. So it, it is it is an adjustment. It's something to understand. I wonder is that something that is directly connected to sexuality, or is that a totally different? top like different issue or topic yeah i think that it's different because like the way you identify is like how who you are as a person versus like your sexuality is like a different area of who you are okay got it got it do you have any friends that no identify that way no i don't have any friends that identify that way but i know someone who was on my who had to substitute for my lacrosse team and they were transgender mm. and so because they weren't allowed to play for the boys uh -huh. team they made them play with us but i would just like didn't really know and like i didn't know what to say or like how to okay so this them. is so this is my question yeah they were transgender so where did they were they born a, a boy or a girl ask. so i didn't ask i'm guessing because they're not allowed to play with the boys they're born a girl and now oh. they're a boy and they're not allowed to play with the boys because of just rules that already been set hmm gotcha i do remember there's a debate as to whether or not that's fair yeah. right right so if you were born male, but you are, you have transitioned to female, should you be allowed to play as a female in female sports? Right? I don't know. What, but what are, your, what are your thoughts? As a 15 year old, what do you think? I don't know. I just feel like with all of that, there's like so much like genetics and so much things behind it that like, I don't know. I'm not educated enough to like know like what that person, like how athletic they are, right. or even person by person not everyone's going to be a fair competitor. So like, what's really the scale of, oh, it's fair to compete against this person, but it's not fair to compete against that person. I feel like more sports should be more inclusive anyways. Like, I feel like like more girl sports should get more funding and other things like that. But I feel like 
for transgender people, I don't really know. Yeah. yeah. Yes. I'm, I mean, I can see where it's a really touchy issue because, you know, just naturally men are stronger, more athletic. And so if you have an athlete who was born a male but identifies as female, that natural athleticism and strength mm-hmm. is still the advantage of that is still going to be there. So yeah. I understand the, the the debate. And I even saw where Caitlyn Jenner even thinks that they should not be allowed. Because imagine if, if Caitlyn Jenner is saying that and, and Caitlyn was a Olympic athlete. Yes. So if Caitlyn were to have transitioned, you know, when she was in her prime, yeah. would that have been fair to the huh. other women? But then where do you compete? Like, where do you play? That's a good right, question. Right, I know. So because it, then you're just nowhere. Right. Yeah, and that's and that's the hard part, because that's not fair either. Yeah. You want everyone to be able to have a, the same opportunity to participate in sports and athletics. Yeah. And, yeah, that's 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 hard. That's hard. Um, so for you, just let you know, um, and I'm so happy that you are totally inclusive, and you don't even think about it twice, and it's it, it just speaks to how far we've come. I remember when I was your age, and like my dad, you know, He's 80-something years old. He's a very funny guy. But anytime he felt like somebody was gay, he would say, you know, I think uh, that gentleman has sugar in his tank. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, sugar in his tank? Like, For the longest time, right. I didn't understand what that meant. Right. Until I got older and I was like, oh, he means that the person is gay. Yeah. And it was very taboo to mm-hmm. even discuss back then. Yeah. So just to see how far we've come is a beautiful thing yeah well i think that it's because of all the people that like you got to surround me with my life like other people who Uh are like more just have different ways of life than like you or dad i think it helped me versus some kids don't have that much exposure to things like that so then they go to school and they're like what is going on like i don't know (laughs) like what and i'm like girl like let me help you out yeah but i just think it's so important for kids to just be exposed to all different types of people who just identify in different ways because that'll just help them in their future yeah Yeah. and and i've always taught you guys that we love everybody we don't treat anybody differently and love is love right and i'll be honest so my i have two boys and they play sports and so they have a lot of you know we we're constantly around a team of boys and i will frequently hear them you know say oh that's gay or you know when they like the yeah. boys like oh if they say something that like if they're eating a hot dog it's like oh that's gay like it's yeah. all this and i'm always like guys like stop like right so you know there's still we still have a ways to go yes with educating people and exposing them and and just making them you know like accepting and and just realizing like this is a normal part of life yes. and so i'm constantly telling the kids you know that my my boys are around you know stop using stop using that as a as a like a bad thing yeah, yeah. stop yes. you know so it's we're not quite there yet um but i think it it does help when there are other children or or people who are accepting and and maybe that maybe they have to hear from them to say okay this is not yeah. okay like yes. you need to stop so All right, so there we were, cruising through the new open-air zoo, when I realized that the park was closing in like 15 minutes. Luckily, we were in my Nissan Rogue. With its powerful VC turbo engine, well, we had time to see all the animals. Whoa! (laughs) And outrun a few! Drive the Nissan Rogue.
State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future, building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of black and brown youth. To date, participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating Walbrook, we hear inspiring rags to riches stories on each episode from our guests, but with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. You know what? Love is love. And I was just very impressed with our Vice President Kamala Harris, who marched in the D.C. Pride Parade. Thank you, Luke Kamala. Yes. Her and her husband, they marched. That um, is awesome. And you know her Secret Service were like having a fit. Yes. Secret <laughs> Service was having a fit and we didn't give a damn. Okay. But I love that there was the first sitting either vice president or president that actually marched in a gay parade. Mm -hmm. I think that that speaks volumes for who and what she is. Mm -hmm. She had her love is love t-shirt on and she was rocking it with yep. her little pink jacket and her tennis shoes. That is awesome. And that, that actually brings up the memory when we were filming season one, we didn't yes. get to see this, um, but we actually had the opportunity. No, no, I'm sorry. I think that was season two. It was season two. Yep. Yeah. We had the opportunity to walk in the gay pride parade in DC and it was a day I mean ooh, it was hot <laughs> it was a long day yes. we were tired but it was like the energy was amazing yep. it was full of love you know I'm so happy that that we had the opportunity to do to do that it was such a beautiful day yeah so. and I'm mad that that Bravo didn't show it Bravo get that footage and show it because it was it was an, definitely an amazing day and it it is a beautiful energy mm -hmm. like the energy is so peaceful and it's just so much love and everybody's inclusive oh, so happy and it was just like yes a, yes yes and i'm, so I'm happy that the i guess the the logo or whatever is a rainbow that makes uh -huh. sense because uh -huh. everybody is just feeling love and, and included and no one is feeling um judged because no one should be judged for who they want to love i'm not in the gay community to know what goes down at the gay pride parade um but if there is a separation of a white parade and a black parade and a, a white gay pride moment and a black i mean pride should be everybody is together right it should be but i think we shouldn't um forget the fact that black gay people already have a tough time with i guess acceptance in the black community itself True. You know what I mean? So True. like so they're so they're dealing with acceptance within the black community or, you know, their families or whoever has, you know, not been as accepting of homosexuality. And then they have to deal with just race relations between, 
you know, whites and blacks. Yes. And, you know, so they have, it's like a, it's multi-layered of what they have to deal of with. discrimination. Yeah. That we kind of, you know, as for me, just as a, a heterosexual black woman, like I don't think about that. I think, you know, while we've come a long, long way, um, just with, you know, pride in general, it sounds like we have a lot, a longer way to go. Yeah. And hopefully the black community can do a better job of, you know, understanding and accepting our gay brothers and sisters and hopefully the gay whites blacks asians whomever can all come together you know just as a unified front and not as a separate you know two totally separate causes and so while you know we are the best allies that we can be clearly we got a far a long way to go so we do yeah hopefully we open some eyes to some people today who are listening so we can you know continue to to add more allies yes i hope i hope so too and just for the record just so everybody knows there's there was a a man by the name of bayard rustin i've talked about him before in interviews he was the one that um spearhead and orchestrated the march on washington Hmm. he was one of um martin luther king's like right hand man Mm -hmm. he didn't talk about the fact at the time that he was gay because he didn't want to distract from this whole civil rights movement. But he was, and everybody that knew him knew it. So he was one of our black gay pioneers. Oh, fantastic. For the record. Yes, 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 yes. Now, was he involved in the gay rights movement as well after or at some point? Um, I don't know about that. Okay. But definitely all the way involved in the civil rights movement. So we want to give a big shout out to Bayard Rustin. So that is how we feel. We love our gay community that loves us. We want to just give you all the happiest and the biggest pride we ever can. We love when June comes around because, um, you know, it's it's time for us to put on our rainbows. (laughs) (laughs) So we appreciate you guys listening to Reasonably Shady. We are here every week, every Monday, Monday after Monday. So, you know, thank you, everybody. Thank you, everyone. We are still having fun. I hope you're having fun listening and we will talk to you soon. Okay, bye. (laughs) Reasonably Shady is a production of the Black Effect Podcast Network. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. You can connect with us on social media at Robin Dixon 10, Giselle Bryant, and Reasonably Shady. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girl Bomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate Girl Bomb grip and professional grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girl Bomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girl Bomb, available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show, change the drive into work, in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. 
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 